Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today's episode is a companion to yesterday's show. If you haven't already listened to yesterday's podcast, I suggest you tune into that one first. Today's show will make so much more sense if you do. On yesterday's show, we talked about the promise of 5G wireless technology and the fact that having good internet access is a component that affects property value. But in order to achieve the advertised performance, you need to be much closer to the cell tower than in previous generations. The number of cell towers is expected to more than double from 323,000 in 2017, that is in the USA, to over 750,000. Not only that, a 5G base station uses so much more bandwidth that the network infrastructure to power it must be upgraded to optical fiber. So the real cost of deployment for 5G is far greater than for any previous generation. The only silver lining is that the base stations are actually a little bit less expensive. If you're adding nearly 400,000 cell sites across the nation and you need to get optical fiber to the cell site, then multiple utilities will need to negotiate easements to bury conduit and bury optical fiber on potentially millions of properties. So let's dig into the implications of an easement. An easement gives the right to the holder of the easement to access the property within the boundaries of the easement for the purpose of maintaining or upgrading their services. These rights are often located along the edge of a property where they do no harm. For example, most zoning codes don't permit building structures right up to the property line, and easements are usually located in the setback where you can't build anything anyway. But easements can also cloud title and negatively affect the value of the property. They also restrict your ability to put up things like fences and gardens and things of that sort. If a cell site is needed every 800 to 1,000 feet in order to achieve the benchmark 5G performance, there's hardly a property in the country that won't be affected in some way. Now let's be clear. Many properties today carry utility easements. This isn't a new concept by any means. The cellular towers themselves are actually easements where the cellular carrier pays a monthly rent to the landowner for the right to use that easement. In many cases, the competing carriers are developing their own infrastructure independent of each other. And each time the carrier digs up a neighborhood to bury optical fiber, the carrier needs to file a building application with the city. This has created a huge volume of building applications which have to be reviewed and approved by the local building department. If you're experiencing an unusual delay in getting your building permit approved, it's possible there's a few hundred cellular applications in the queue ahead of you. Cities simply don't have the staff to review all the applications. In some cases, if the plans examiner notices that there are two or more carriers applying to bury fiber at the same time in the same location, they might deny both applications and force the carriers to submit a single combined application so as to minimize the disruption to area residents. Once the fiber has been buried, a second group of fiber technicians has to come on site to make the connections. These are pretty delicate operations because each fiber bundle contains over 800 individual fiber strands. Once the protective jacket's been opened up, those delicate fiber strands can be easily broken, resulting in internet outages. This means you can expect much more activity on utility easements than you might have experienced in the past. Some cities have responded to internet carriers and wireless carriers by imposing restrictions on their ability to rip up the streets. The so-called unified conduits require carriers to collaborate and share common conduits, resulting in a single disruption and not multiple. If a cellular carrier approaches you as a landowner and asks to bury fiber on your property, you've got a choice. 
You could say yes or you could say no. In some circumstances, the carrier may be willing to pay for access to the property. If a carrier asks to locate a cell site on the roof of your building or erect a tower on your property, you've got another choice to make. 5G cell sites require both power and fiber. Some cities have been upgrading lampposts to allow for installation of a 5G radio on top of a lamppost. There's no doubt that the economic model for 5G cell towers is going to have to change compared with previous generations. Cell carriers cannot afford to pay as much as they have in the past for access to a cell tower. Cell towers are income properties that essentially trade in the cell tower market. Once a tower has been installed, it's common to have several carriers share that same infrastructure. They would each pay monthly rent to the property owner. Cell towers generally are valued at about a 7% cap rate. So let's imagine you have a cell tower on your property with revenue from multiple carriers. It might come to, say, $4,200 a month in income, for example. It's not a bad income stream just for granting the right to several companies to access the easement. But if you calculate the actual value of the easement at a 7% cap rate, it comes to $720,000. You could then sell that easement on the open market and truly collect a check for over seven hundred grand. That's the upside. But there's a downside too. An easement on your property could ultimately negatively affect the marketability of your property. Before accepting an easement on your property, get a legal opinion from a competent land attorney because there's going to be an awful lot of easement activity going on over the next couple of years as the 5G rollout gets planned and gets implemented. So you're thinking about that. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.